Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Christmas special for it's Christmas. A truly fabulously monstrous. A podcast about true crime and weird stuff. I am half of your host, Hattie James. I am your other half of your host, Ace. Hi, Ace. Hi, Hattie. How have you been? It's been a hot minute and a half since we last recorded. Uh been for the most part okay. Some ups, some downs, some crises with my cat. Yeah. Not plural, just one of them. One of them decided that he was gonna have some issues. He's yeah. uh knock on wood, doing okay. But now I'm on like constant, like high alert. I'm like, are you okay? What's going on? Are you you're not relapsing? Are you are you okay? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> he had the uh the thing that uh boy cats get sometimes, which is the cat pee disease, which for boy cats can kill them in like less time than it takes for a human person to die of dehydration so that's a terrifying fact i learned and from now on after these cats have gone on to meet their maker many many years from now hopefully not on wood um i'm only gonna get girl cats from now on because it's terrifying i don't want to go through this again (laughs) yeah i can imagine oh Uh, but yeah, so aside from that, I've been great. How you been? <laughs> I've been holding on. It's that time of year where, I mean, there's a reason why the meme is Merry Crisis. <laughs> Merry Crisis. <laughs> Merry Crisis. <laughs> I wish that like I am drowning was still trending on TikTok because it's like, <sighs> I'm not drowning. Honey. I am doing so good. (laughs) I followed the people that made that sound. The I am having a nice time. This is a fun afternoon. I don't want to (laughs) die. I follow them and both uh, her and her spouse are hilariously wonderful and I love them. And just that sound. I was like, oh, this is going to trend. I know this is going to trend. You're brilliant. (laughs) I don't follow them but they're on my um my for you page a lot they're so very gay and i love them i have a the videos that have been on my for you page a lot uh lately have been the um there's a a russian lady she lives in like la i think or somewhere in california or texas somewhere where i'm not anywhere (laughs) there And she's like five months pregnant or something. And she's doing reviews of different pickles. Mm. Okay. Okay. I haven't seen her videos, but I have seen people referencing her videos. Yes. Because I saw a video of a guy who got some pickles that were pickled in moonshine. Mm -hmm. And he was referencing her videos. And he's like, I'm not like, I'm not like a pickle review chat, but like, I figure I have to do this. And he opened the jar and then like ascended. Like I saw his soul leave his body just from like smelling the pickles. And then he got like halfway through one pickle. And I'm like, that man is shit hammered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they've been pickled in moonshine, I, I yeah. believe it. Yeah. I was I like, oh, it. I just saw his soul vacate his body. <laughs> So it's the holidays. It's the holy days. Holidays. Happy um, Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Solstice. Happy. I Yule. do like your happy uh, Kwanzaa. 
I do like your your uh, holiday says sweater that you're wearing. Thank you. This I've had this for uh, for uh, people who are not on a video call with me right now who cannot see it. It is. Uh, it says season's greetings, and then underneath it, it's a little salt and pepper shaker. Yes. And it was Hannah Hart, I think, did this as merch a while back. I don't know. I've One had of them. For, I, it's been years. I no longer remember. Pretty sure it was Hannah Hart. Could be wrong about that, though. But that's very punny and sounds like something she'd do. I'm very upset. My favorite Christmas sweater is, like, in a box somewhere I can't find it it's a, like a it's not a sweater it's a 1990s sweatshirt <laughs> it was my parents uh and I good thing this is the awful thing I don't remember what it says on it but it's oh. something about Santa uh-huh. like, something about Santa falling or being stuck in a chimney I have so many Christmas sweaters like ugly Christmas sweater quote ugly Christmas sweaters like I had They're one that had like a weird cat on it that said meowy Christmas I had one that lit up I know like I I had the ones with like the the three moose humping each other yeah. That one. That right. one was weird. It was like supposed to they're like they're reindeer. I'm like they're moose and they are humping each other. Ace, describe my face to the listeners. Puzzled, bemused, a little offended. <laughs> Not having it. There's some disgust in there. Yeah, I don't have that sweater anymore. Um I have two now. My two Christmas sweaters are the one I'm wearing and I have one that I just bought um this year that it's just a big old picture of Krampus and it says Merry Krampus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking um, of Krampus, should we get on? Let us get on. Okay. I'm not doing Krampus. <laughs> I was going to. I was going to. I was halfway through notes until you said, I think I know what you're doing. And I think it's uh, it's this, this or Krampus. And then I scrapped my notes because I live off of spite. Because, because you, what are you, Disney? Jesus. Hey, we Marvel fans think we figured out the twist ending of the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, now we're going to change it. <laughs> so it makes no sense. And it's a terrible movie. Looking at you, Endgame. No, you literally listed off the three things I was going to do. And then I'm like, well, now I can't do them. So, um, oh, oh no, oh, Welsh f- horse skeleton. I found something that, in my opinion, is better. Um, no Yule Cat. No. Oh, okay. I'm, but we'll I save that I, for next year. <laughs> I'm taking us to Catholic Town, though. Oh, fantastic! I love it there. I did definitely spend 12 years of my life there and got out as quickly as possible after that. <laughs> I definitely don't have any trauma about Catholic Town. All right. Should I tell you exactly how this gets weird first and give it like a nice flamboyant introduction or should I just like start telling you the historical story and then just get into it and have it like sucker punch you in case you've never heard of it before? Which would you prefer? I think I prefer the sucker punch. (laughs) Okay. So first I'm going to tell you about the history of St. Nicholas. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to actually, I, as I said before we hit record, I usually like type out notes i did not type out notes this time I've that's got, a like, lie you usually have a steno pad no i've been typing my notes since season two <laughs> steno pad was so season one <laughs> i've moved on but you know what we're going into season four soon we yep. never decided when and we said we were during the bonus episode I think we said something about like starting to record like in Jan- like the first week of January. Okay, so we can I, record. 
We'll do another bonus episode testing exactly when we're going to. Okay. Have. I don't, I didn't know if you wanted to no do pressure. like the thing we did, like record a whole bunch in advance and then. I was losing track. So if we did that, we have to record and then give me time to edit. Yes. So, that was the original plan, but then we're both very heavily invested in the art of procrastination. So I also have children. You also have that. I mean, I have yeah. children. They just have four legs and fur. And you can like leave them for days and just get like a, a cat sitter. Um, that I may can't. have been what give him the campaigns. Apparently, hey, apparently sometimes the like urethral blockage that some cats can get can happen because of stress. Usually it's diet-based. Sometimes it just happens because they're stressed. Good thing I don't have the world's most anxious cat. Oh, wait. I didn't travel for two years and then I went away for an entire week at Thanksgiving and I came back and then a week later he's like, I'm dying. I'm like, what the f- Anyway, tell me about a a Christmas thing. So it's just a weird... Um, so I have like five articles open. I'm going to be bouncing back and forth. It's okay. It's okay. I got this. I got this. So St. Nick, St. Nicholas, that guy. Nicholas no longer a saint because the Catholic church is terrible that way. And they can revoke sainthood at will. No, he's, he has been canonized in every single denomination that canonizes saints. So he is still a saint. Really? Because like six years ago, they withdrew his sainthood and like St. Christopher and a whole bunch of other saints. Yes, it was more like, like he, 10 years ago. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to read the article right now. Venerated in all Christian denominations, which venerate saints. Hmm. So it might not be Catholic, but every other one, they're not the old. Okay. Catholics, no offense. Any Catholics <laughs> listening. It's okay. Light them up. <laughs> it's okay. I was baptized Catholic. My parents were born and raised Catholic. Um, Ace here dealt with Catholics in being going to a Catholic school, but you know what? It's okay. The world doesn't revolve around Catholics. There are other I mean, someone should tell them that. Catholics, the world doesn't revolve around you. There are other denominations. There are other religions. I, okay. St. Nicholas, let's talk about him. A lot of the sources I said kept saying traditionally it's thought blah, blah, blah. Um, because we really <laughs> don't know. we don't know. <laughs> yeah, so... There were this is the this is what's going on. We know he existed. There's like a tenth line in a list of attendees for the Council of Nicaea that was oh. recorded by the histi- historian uh, Theodoret in history or something I can't pronounce. Um, written it was in a Nicene ten- boy. Okay, yeah, there was written in five ten to five fifteen, and his name's listed. He's the tenth line. Right. A Nicholas of Mira of Lycia. However, that was still well over a hundred years after this dude kicked the bucket. Uh-huh. So what we know is we know he existed. We know he's a, he was alive at one point, but the earliest record of this man was still like over a hundred years after he died. Right. So a lot of his life is speculation. A lot of his life is legend. Uh-huh. So he was said to be born uh, of a wealthy family in somewhere in Greece. Um, they were Greek Christians. Okay. And according to some accounts, his <laughs> uncle was the bishop of uh, Mira and Lycia and saw the potential and recognized his nephew's great calling from God and get, had him ordained as a priest. 
And apparently he traveled and he did like a Mecca to Egypt and Palestine. And when he had come back by this point, his uncle's long dead. The guy who succeeded his uncle was long dead. The people of Mira and Lycia said, okay, you know what? The first person to enter this church is going to be our new bishop because we need a new bishop. And he happened to waltz in to pray <laughs> and thus was ordained the bishop of Myra and Lycia. That's terrible timing. So <laughs> it's like, congratulations, you're in yeah. charge. No backsies. Yeah. You touched uh, it last. Yeah. Uh, so what ha- what is he known for? What legends, what myths, what has he done to venerate himself as a saint? And why do we associate him with Kremis? So, you Something know how- about taking care of the poor and the needy and children. Yes. Yes. Hey. I'm gonna go Children's. with the I'm gonna go with the least weird and then I'm just gonna move my way up. I'm <laughs> only gonna tell two. I'm only I'll tell three. I'll tell three of these. So the first one is um he was apparently like giving away his parents' wealth after they died. And he found out that there was a a, a man who was devout, God-loving, God-fearing man, but he had run into what did they call it? I think they 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 said that he ran into the plotting and envy of Satan and and all of a sudden he has no wealth. This devout man has like no fortune. He has three unwed daughters. If they cannot find good husbands, they are going to have to be sold into sex work. And he has no money for dowries. Job? Is it Job? Are we talking about Job? <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought he was Old Testament. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Um Similar, but no. There are also um, other, like this story draws comparisons to other stories and legends, which is why historians are like, that never happened. But let's not ruin the spirit of Christmas. Apparently, St. Nicholas heard about this man's woes, heard that this man's daughters were about to be sold into sex work because they could not get matches because they had no dowry. So he took a sack of gold and he just threw it into their window while they were sleeping and it landed in the stockings that they were or the shoes that they were hanging to dry by the window the man wakes up there's a sack of gold in his shoe yeah Yeah. there's a sack of gold in his shoe or stocking he's able to use that as a dowry he marries his daughter up in class big wedding big celebration once that's all settled saint nicholas comes back tosses another sack of gold in it again lands in shoes stockings whatever (laughs) the second daughter can get married by the third one he tosses it it lands in the shoes but the the father was waiting and the father sees him and drops to his knees and thank you sir thank you for (laughs) saving my daughters and he says don't tell anyone of this charity because he was a too humble to accept the praise and B did not want to humiliate this man by having it known that he had to accept charity in order to marry off his daughters. But as things do, the minute you say, don't tell anyone, everyone finds out. Yeah, exactly. So can I say the shoe thing just tripped a random childhood memory. There was a year and like I said, 12 years of Catholic school. Uh, I want to say like fourth or fifth grade, they, our school decided they wanted to, they're like, hey, let's 
cool, fun, like Christmas history facts. And someone was talking about the shoe thing and they were like, wouldn't it be fun if all the kids in all the classrooms put one of their, like they lined up their shoes outside the classrooms and then the principal like ran around and put like candy canes in our shoes. But so imagine it's a school full of children all wearing one shoe <laughs> because they were like, we'll put our other shoe outside the classroom because the teacher told us to. And this doesn't make sense. But you know what? <laughs> What's that John Mulaney line? And he's like, I'm very small and I have no money. <laughs> you can imagine the strain that I am under. We're like, we're yeah. like, we're nine. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> put your shoe in the hallway. Okay. I can't wait to tell my parents about this. Anyway, continue. So, yeah, that's where we get the putting the stockings out for St. Nick. Sandy. Boy, I'm glad they changed it to stockings and not shoes. I mean, it's just. They know they still do shoes in like in um, Italy, in um, Holland, uh, because they they don't celebrate Christmas on uh, December 25th. They celebrate St. Uh, uh, Saint Nicola or Santa Nicola Day on Saint Nicholas's Death Day, which yes. is December fifth. Yes, um, Saints yes. Days. So, All every but, saint's got their day. It's usually on the day they yeah. died. <laughs> yes, but uh, they um, they still put shoes out. Just so many you, people have weird you foot things. You can't judge. I can judge. and I will. <laughs> smelly, smelly shoes. Ew. So if you look up Yucky. Saint Nicholas. Sorry. <laughs> if you look up St. Nicholas, um, he is the venerated saint. Uh, he's the patron, the venerated patron saint of sailors and travelers. Which doesn't really, is it because of the shoes? No. It is because apparently he was on his, uh, he was doing a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. He sure did. <laughs> yeah. And uh his ship was like there was a really terrible storm and the ship was being tossed to and fro and he apparently just like held out his hand and the waves stopped and the storm subsided and he him and his men were able to get there safely i love stories like that (laughs) very very jesus very well because also like weather is that science that is almost entirely based on probability and just judging pattern recognition. And we can do that more accurately now because we have satellites and we have like access to long, like long range data from the past. But like back then they were like, what do we have? We have our eyes that can look at the sky and see what's happening. So, you know, that thing, like sometimes it'll be like raining on one side of the road and not on the other, like weather's weird and it does weird stuff. And yeah, sometimes like a storm will just stop. Because they're like, all right, we're out of wind and the currents shifted and the jet stream's doing something. And now we're over here now. And it's like, okay, and it stopped. We have to have a reason for this. There was a man on a boat and he really liked Jesus. And he said, stop. And it happened to coincide with the storm stopping. Good like enough those for TikTok, us. <laughs> it's like those TikToks I see where it's someone who's like very depressed, usually a Gen Z or a younger millennial. And they're like, I don't know why I just said millennial. Millennial. <laughs> And they're like, God, give me a sign. Should I end it? And then there's just like thunder in the background. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Awful Um, divine coincidence. Awful divine coincidence. Yeah. All right. So do you want a more 
reputed miracles or can I move sure. on to my favorite? Oh, I mean, either one. I'm good with either one. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to move on to my uh, my favorite. Okay. Um, have you seen illustrations of um, St. Nicholas reviving the pickled children? It does sound familiar. Okay. Yes. So apparently there was a terrible famine and this awful butcher decided he was going to Sweeney Todd style try to get some food, but he didn't just want to pick anything. He lured three little boys into his home where he killed them, placed their remains in a barrel and pickled them. His plan was to sell these children as ham. Okay. So I can see his logic. Yeah. Do you remember Albert Fish's um, letter? I that try not to, but yes. In the horrible letter he sent to the family taunting that he ate his their daughter's butt. Um, yeah. He said that a family in times of great famine could go to a butcher for steak and he, the, the butcher would bring out a piece of a child and tell them to take whatever cut they wanted. That was, this is based on things like that. Like apparently this is yeah. common enough that it happened. Well, this butcher did it and he stuck kid carcasses in a barrel pickling salt decided he was going to pickle them sell them as ham and nicholas was visiting the region and talked to the butcher and saw through the butcher's lies so went to the barrel made the sign of the cross and boom all three children sprung out alive unpickled (laughs) unpickled they did not remain i did not see any sources that said that they remained pickled Upon resurrection. See, I like that one better than the St. Nicholas German cautionary tale that's in my my book of German cautionary tales because that one, it got a little racist. So yeah, um, yeah. this I skip this, that one when I reread those. I'm like, and we're gonna skip the racist one because ooh, yeah. <laughs> as you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I first heard about this, um, it was. It was like, uh, St. Nicholas is a necromancer. Here's why. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, oh, tell me more. Actually, it might, have good said, it might have said Santa Claus is a necromancer. Here's why. Which again, ooh, tell me more. See, if I saw that headline, I would have immediately just started thinking of the Tim Allen movie that starts mm-hmm. with him accidentally killing Santa Claus and like becoming Santa Claus. And I'm like, oh, okay. So Santa Claus is steeped in death. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, anyways, as you do, when this guy was about 74, 75 years old, he died. He died yes. on what's tra- quote unquote traditionally thought to be 343. I've seen sources say he was 73, he was 74 and he was seven. He was over the age. Of- he was older than bones. He was old enough to retire. Yes. And he died. Uh just died of being old or was he martyred i never remember i could not find out so i'm guessing he just died of being usually when they're martyred there's a whole i do know that there's a lot of sources that were saying that during the what was it called the great persecution under the emperor diocletian diocletian i can't pronounce things which it, that was from 284 to 305. It was this great persecution. Uh, apparently, Nicholas was 
imprisoned and tortured during this time. But when Emperor Constantine the Great took over in 306, he was released and pardoned and went about being this holy man. Uh, Apparently, allegedly. (laughs) But no, I couldn't find anything that said that he was martyred. I think he was just old. Yeah, usually when saints are martyred, that's a whole big part of their backstory. Like, there's all those paintings of Saint Stephen and all the arrows that killed him. And and usually if, if someone's martyred, that becomes one of the big reasons for them to get canonized. So for someone to get canonized without having been horribly mutilated for their okay. Jesus love, um, bonus points to him. When he died, he was buried in Myra because that's where he was the bishop um and his grave became a popular pilgrimage site however in 1087 muslims had taken over the turkish area so Uh italian sailors stole his body or as much of his body as they could grab and brought it and brought it to italy supposedly to protect it from the invading turks uh and they they reinterred him in Bari? B-A-R-I? Bari? 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 I think Bari. Okay. They, in, in that town or city, they still celebrate his theft with a festival that includes the, and this is where it gets fun, the removal of his nana, as well as a parade. Um, this takes place May 9th. Now, you're probably wondering. Removal of his nana. His nana. I grow concerned. Here's where the weird comes in. Is ever it fungus? S- Is he covered in fungus? No. Oh, ever, s- ever since he was first interred, there have been reports of a sweet-smelling liquid being emitted oh. from his bones. Oh, no. It has oh, never stopped. Oh, I don't stopped. like that. It has never stopped. They call it his manna. On May oh. 9th every year, his mana is extracted from the bones because it just leaks it and oozes it. It's a clear liquid and it is mixed with holy water and turned into relics that people can buy. Uh, oh, good. A- <laughs> monetize it. That's cool. That's very right. Catholic. Yep. Monetize them saints. Fuel <laughs> them bones. Sell them. Sell them. Just sell them right off. Catherine doesn't have a head anymore. Who cares? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. She does. It's in another city because the Vatican won't give it back. I'm sorry. Or is it oh, the my... village that won't give it back? No, the Vatican. I think it's the Vatican has the, all of her body, but the village won't return her head because they're like, no, you stole her from us. We're keeping her head. <laughs> She's our saint. <laughs> so this is where it gets a little... Ever since he was interred originally in Myra, they said that his tomb would emit a sweet-smelling clear substance. They called it his manna. Um, when they moved him to Bari uh-huh. and reinterred him, that tomb started leaking manna. They had Always to... good when you hear, the tomb is leaking. <laughs> they originally called it the oil. They now call it the manna of St. Nicholas or... Santa Mana. Isn't Mana that wasn't there a Bible story about like people were starving, so God was like, I'll drop food from heaven and it's manna from heaven, and it was like sweet bread that he like threw down from the sky and was like, There you go. Yes. 
People think that the, his mana is a cure-all. I will do. leave you to your assumptions. Um, Sawbones taught me anything. It's that cure-alls cure nothing. So. <laughs> yeah. In 1925, the University of Bari examined the bones and confirmed that the liquid is coming from the bones. The bones for the last like 1,700 years have been oozing a liquid. Oh, there can't be any like... In 1954, (sighs) I think, they took the bones, they set them, like they, they took them, they removed them from the tomb thinking maybe it's the tomb decided to do a study they put them in like jars the bones in jars and they looked at the tomb the tomb is impermeable from what they can tell there's no way water can get in and out of the tomb and as the bones were sitting in jars they could see them perspiring a liquid that's terrifying but also what the hell kind of tomb is impermeable a tomb that old impermeable okay. what i will say that the <laughs> impermeable part i was 150% the only source I could find from it was impermeable is from the St. Nicholas website that holds the, the, the they call it like the, the, was it the feast of like transportation or some shit like that? I need to they had vacuum sealing technology back then. Like, dang. They, during that feast day, it's May 9th, the, they go in and they collect this manna as much as they can get and they mix it with holy water and they put it in jars that are all nice and decorated and worshipers can buy them because if the manna it doesn't matter if it's just a liquid it doesn't matter if it's sewage water seeping through the tomb and touching these bones the fact that it is touching the mortal remains of a venerated saint means it can be considered and classified as a a holy relic and it is blessed I really have no way to end this. This is just the story. My favorite though. That is weird. (laughs) Can I just read you the the headline of the article that got me to go? Yes, this is the one I'm I'm doing. There's actually two. I will start with that. It wasn't the necromancy one? (laughs) No. The first one is from Mental Floss. They have good headlines, yeah. (laughs) The Mysterious Case of Santa Claus's Leaking Bones. And then Cult of Weird, St. Nicholas is dead and his bones are leaking. The Mental Floss article title sounds like the title of a YA mystery, but like a Nancy Drew mystery. Like Santa Claus and the Leaking Bones. Also Atlas of... Boys mystery. I'm I'm now just listing my sources. My other one was atlasobscura.com. Where in the world are Santa Claus's bones? And then Encyclopedia Britannica, do the relics of St. Nicholas really emit a holy substance? But that article title doesn't have the same little kick, that same little pizzazz. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have the same zing to it. And then obviously Wikipedia. Um, and I went to the St. Nick. I still have it open on my phone. What, why am I Googling it on my husband's computer? Uh, St. Nicholas Bones. It's Bones. SaintNicholasCenter.org. Nice. <laughs> um, and that talks about the true story of Santa Claus begins with Nicholas, who was born during the third century in the village of Patara in the Asia Minor. It's like literally, it's so zhuzhed up. My favorite thing currently about Santa lore is 
um, because you were talking about like the area in which you said it was part of like the Greek Empire, but like is like the close to like the Turkish region because of where he was like there's a high 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 probability that he was not a white man <laughs> he was probably a person of color <laughs> yes so i'm like yeah yes one more thing we can take away from the really angry yelling christians that are like jesus is white and santa is white and white 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 <laughs> sorry i just like to take things away from them it's called the Feast of Translation, by the way. Ooh, I like the name. Yeah. It's where they that's the one where they um they 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 take his bone juice. <laughs> take his bone juice <laughs> and mix it with holy juice and uh sell it. If it's a, you said they first described it like as an oil, so that like it was original, no, it was just originally called the oil. It's always oh. been a very clear, very clearly liquid and very sweet smelling. I wonder how well it actually mixes with the water. Like, or if it, if you were to open those bottles, does it separate into layers? So I don't know. I couldn't find a good picture. These are the, the pictures I could find, which is like people having them on their, I mean, the bottles are very pretty. Yeah. I won't lie. Depending on the price, I, I might buy one. I probably you might would. you might go all the way to uh bar if I was in the area, I wouldn't I might drop somebody in, on one. if I was just you know just, in Bari casually on May area. 9th on May 9th during the feast of translation, I might just you know drop some money to get one of those fancy bottles of uh Santa would juice. I be able to get it through customs? Is the or would Santa I have to juice? ship it? Would I have to ship it home? Would that fall under the three ounce <laughs> rule? I do not know. I think they're small bottles. Okay. They only get okay. such a small. How would you declare that on a custom form? Do you have anything to declare? One bottle of Saint Juice. This is what one of them looked like at one point. I, I, I they're like hand painted, so I think it's up to the artist. But uh-huh. oh, that's cute. They made him white yeah. though. That's a little weird. Yeah, I'll post these to the Instagram. <laughs> Um, I have an armful of cat, and I'm very. Happy. I also have a nine-minute short clip on SaintNicholas.tv of the extraction of the holy manna from the saint's tomb. Hmm. You know, if they made like a full-length documentary about that, I would probably watch it. I've watched weirder things. Yeah. I watched like the full YouTube documentary on like how to mummify a body. A lot of salt is the answer. Yes. A lot he was of donating, it has the to guy donated dry. his body to science and they're like, all right, let's mummify him for science. <laughs> yes, because you need to have it as dry as possible and salt like just absorbs it. I wonder if sticking a body in rice could mummify it. Just- <laughs> it, can save, it can save your phone, but can it mummify a body? <laughs> <laughs> you just come back and it's like perfectly soft and supple rice and you just like scrape it away and there's just a perfectly mama <laughs> preserved corpse in it saint <laughs> nicholas comes by does the sign of the cross and boom the person's alive again. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, i am tired it is 10 p.m ladies gentlemen and and we are recording this on Christmas Adam, which is uh, Christmas Adam is the day before Christmas Eve. I saw it on a Tumblr meme once. Why does Adam there. have to come before Eve? Why can't uh, Christmas Day be Christmas Adam? So uh, no, Christmas Adam, be, it comes before Eve and is generally unsatisfying. 
<laughs> I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> that was the original meme post I saw on Tumblr. And then I saw a follow-up one years later, which is the one I sent to our group chat earlier today, where it's like somebody having a, like a hissy fit about it. And then someone responding, somebody's not having a very good Christmas, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, sorry this wasn't like a well thought out well planned um i decided to try a new theme which is the i've been uh, listen i've been listening re-listening to my favorite murder i'm only on episode like 12 and they got popular literally sitting there and get having the most like disconnected conversations and i decided to give it a go it's fun why spend so much time planning when Karen and Georgia can literally sit there and go, I think this happened here on this day. And I'm not going to say all the information because uh, I don't know it. It's just, and, it ha- and then get like 50 million followers. Like, And then Karen does that thing where she just, she'll just vehemently assert that something is true. And Georgia's like, okay. And then Karen's like, don't believe me. I haven't researched any of this. I'm lying to you. <laughs> and then the next episode, correction corner. I was completely wrong. Cherry Hill is not in Pennsylvania. That was my favorite part when Karen just vehemently for like 20 full minutes insisted that Cherry Hill was in Pennsylvania. And everyone from New Jersey was like, listen, Karen, I love you. But you're very wrong. I I think I might have to stop listening to My Favorite Murder, though, because I had a really, really bad nightmare regarding the Harbinger after one episode. Uh, yeah, some of the, yeah, some of the episodes definitely are not what? conducive for, uh, for well sleeping. The last time I listened to My Favorite Murder, I was, like, barely engaged. So it's like I had my step, my beautiful stepbaby, every other weekend every mm-hmm. weekend but it i wasn't like a mom i wasn't in the mom mentality i was in the i don't know how to just not mom mentality so it's like <laughs> oh yeah i can listen to these stories about the murder of children that's fine and now i am like a full-fledged mom and a full-fledged yeah. stepmom and like it just hits different when you are a parent there is a reason um uh the and that's why we drink podcast christine in early November or early October, uh, had her first child. Like she had a baby and, uh, she's been on maternity leave ever since. And they've been had, like they've re- pre-recorded a bunch of episodes and then they've had, uh, like guest hosts with them, uh, for the episodes ever since then. Um, like there were three episodes where they had Eva, who's their like editor and she's their Steven. Yep. And then now they have uh, Zandy, Christine's uh, brother, is filling in for some episodes. And then I think they said Christine will be back by, like, in the episodes in the new year. But she hasn't taken a break from recording the podcast that she does with her brother, which is the one where they read one-star Yelp reviews and roast people. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, well, why is she still recording that? But she's not recording, and that's why we drink. And she's like, listen, the only prep work I have to do for Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is I just have to look up one-star Yelp reviews about various topics. I don't have to read about horrific murders, horrible assaults, things that I have a newborn baby. I don't need to be thinking about these things right now when I'm like up at 3 a.m. trying to breastfeed my child. She's like, I can't do that right now. I'll be back to the podcast after I've had you know, my maternity leave. And everyone's like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess we we don't have, oh, fine then. I'm like, oh my God, why are people being mean? Don't be mean. Yeah, I think the other things that's the roughest is because Karen and Georgia are 
like 80s and 90s kids yeah. like one was born in the Gen early X's. 70s yeah <laughs> early 70s and early 80s raised in the 80s and 90s um that is like the 70s 80s and 90s is when 90 percent of the topics they cover are yeah. and that's just a bit too fresh for me i don't know if you've noticed but with the exception of robert durst i've really not strayed too far past 1921 yeah and i really aside from like deborah green i think I also tend to stick with the ones where I'm like, everyone's either dead or really is not going <laughs> to reach out about this. Yeah. It's not real enough. The society isn't similar enough that I can detach from, and yeah. it becomes history. Uh, yep. Not, not events. <laughs> um, the Speaking of my favorite murder uh, in today's, like it was uh we're recording this on a thursday so that means there was a new episode of my favorite murder today and, and karen started talking about she started talking about a case that is on my list of possible future cases to cover in the future and the reason i haven't done it yet is because it happened last year and i was like oh no not only did it happen last year i remember watching videos about it as it happened on like i was watching tiktoks of people talking about what was going on and being like oh my god that is our holiday holiday special bonus episode i hope you enjoyed the story of santa and his juice and his sweet sweet bone juice that's in my head now now i know that (laughs) i had to learn about it which means, obviously, I had to share not just with you, Ace, but with our lovely listeners. I was like, oh, is it weird? Is Santa going to be covered in, like, fungus mycelium? No, it's somehow worse. <laughs> juice. <laughs> Bone juice. Uh, I just love that article. <laughs> is that what Skelligro is in Harry Potter? <laughs> Why do you not take it there? I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, God. We should tell people where they what can if, find us. Before we do, what if okay. Skelligro is just Santa's bone juice? That, like, yes, that would, uh, that's what I was implying. <laughs> you, you think that Madame Pomfrey goes to the the feast of translation every year and just steals the or buys the bone juice <laughs> be like no you can't go to the you cannot go to the medical wing of the council right now madame poffrey is away what's she doing uh you don't want to know <laughs> getting bone juice getting bone juice oh uh, yes we should tell people what uh. <laughs> if you have questions comments concerns stories you want to tell us Sweet nothings you want to type in a really, really small font as if whispering in our ear. We may disregard the, the, the latter, but you can always email us at trulyfabulouslymonstrous at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram at trulyfabulouslymonstrous. And if you want to come hang out on Twitter, I have not tweeted since we stopped season three because <laughs> I tend to forget Twitter is there. Um, but we are on Twitter at TFAP Monster Pod. Yeah. Interact so, with me. Then maybe I'll tweet more. <laughs> yeah. Interact with Ace. Ace needs love too. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, join us next time. We will have a bonus episode probably sometime in January uh, where we will tell you something and update you on when season four will premiere. We'll be there. We hope you will too. Bye. Bye.